Hey, what's up, everybody? So with this episode, um, I just kind of want to touch on some stuff that I personally have been um, kind of following and researching in the last, I don't know, eight years. Um, I kind of had a spiritual awakening in 2015. I think I might have talked about that before, but it's kind of changed my whole outlook on life in general, um, why things happen the way they do. Um, I really became a solid believer in Jesus Christ um, and God alike. I uh, started reading the Bible. I really uh, understand it now. I take a lot away from it. Um, and I try to follow it the best I can. Now, if you've listened to this podcast, you you will uh, clearly understand that I am not your typical, um, I guess, lack of better term, disciple. Uh, I do swear. Um, I do drink. In fact, um, as I'm recording this, I just finished up a cocktail. It is who I am, okay? I don't pretend to be something something or someone that I'm not. But in the same token, um, I do absolutely, wholeheartedly, without a doubt, follow scripture, and I'm, I'm very much awake, you know? I'm awake to what's going on, uh, not only nationally, but worldly. Um, I have really um, been fascinated with um, the book of Revelation in the Bible. If you guys aren't familiar, book of Revelation really talks about the end of times and Jesus' second coming. You know, he, everyone knows a story about you know, Jesus dying on the cross. That was essentially his first coming. That's the first time he came. Uh, to take sins away from the world, died on the cross, and we can be forgiven for our sins. Um, and as Revelation goes about, it talks about certain things that are signs of the times, okay? Signs and things that are going to be occurring when we are reaching the end of days. And some will argue that, well, you know, historically, we've had these similar things happen in the past. And, you know, back in 1600, fill in the blank, they thought it was the end of times too. So what makes this different? And all these questions kind of pop up. Um, But really for me, um, I've noticed things that have never happened in history, in history of the world. Um, And because they're new things happening that have never happened before, that's what's really making me kind of gravitate towards this and trying to research a little bit more. So I'm just going to share my own personal feelings. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not Nostradamus. I'm not a prophet. Like I don't know shit. All I know is what the Bible says, um, what I've researched, um, what I've studied theologically and, um, just some feelings that I've had personally. Um, so here goes, um, so basically the, the, the end of times, right? That's kind of what we're going to focus on here. The end of times really is about Israel and what's going on in Israel, which is the Holy Land. Okay. And I've been following Israel a lot lately. They talk about in the Bible, there's, there's, a, there's a little story called the Gog of Magog War. And really essentially what Gog of Magog is talking about is the war between modern day Israel and the Muslim nations, okay? 
So, you know, the words of the Bible uses in, la- in the latter days, which translates to, you know, in the end of times. This is the kind of stuff you'll know when the end is near because this is the kind of stuff that's going to happen. This stuff is prophesized, okay? Um, there's going to be an attack on Israel. Well, there's attacks on Israel almost daily, and there has been for several years. Um, it talks about a military alliance that'll... Sorry about that. It talks about a military alliance that is going to be um, with Russia, Iran, Turkey, and several other Muslim nations. All the Stan countries is what they call them. You know, Pakistan, Uzbekistan, Afghanistan, and so on. Um, essentially what's going to happen is they talk about God bringing his people home from the enemy nations, which is when um, is, Isra- I can't say the word. Israelites um, essentially come back to Israel. And they overpopulated to help protect. So, long story short, this is all going to be kind of coming up, coming to. Um, and what's happening is, if you look at modern times in 2023 here, kind of the the spring, early summer of 2023, um, a lot of these countries have already formed alliances with each other. Okay, um, these Muslim nations, along with Russia, you have. Um, Vladimir Putin kind of becoming friends with a lot of these nations, which is the preparation for what's to come. Um, I had written a lot of this stuff down as my thoughts were going, so I'm just kind of referencing some of my notes here. That way I make sure I get it correctly. But at any way, um, because Biden has been president, we really haven't been um, focusing on Afghanistan. We really haven't heard much about it lately. The Taliban actually has reformed and are back in control in the Afghan countries. So if you didn't know that, that's you can look in world news, and it's, uh, I do follow a lot of world news, and that's kind of what they're talking about now, is that you know they, they haven't really been a threat to the United States as of late, so they've, re, they've rebuilt and they have, are regaining their strength, um, which is another thing what Russia is going to do, is use the, part of the Taliban, if not all the Taliban, to invade Israel. So everything's kind of getting lined up, okay? And that's what we're talking about, like in the Bible, it talks about rumors of war, okay? Well, that is what's going on here as well, talking about possible war. We've been talking about World War III, potential World War III happening, you know, when is that going to happen? It's going to happen, you know, it could happen tomorrow. We don't really know. That's the biggest thing is we don't know, but we do know it will happen. So... We just have to kind of keep an eye out for that. Give me one second. I'm pulling this up here because actually um, I had done some research on a timeline. And the timeline seemed to fit pretty close. Uh, and I had written it all down, so I just wanted to reference that for you guys so I had something to share with you. Um, but basically, um, let's see here. Forgive me, I'm just pulling this up. Um so if, you, if you're on social media, um, you've been seeing a lot of the stuff will stand with Israel. That's kind of what this is coming about. Uh, Israel being in danger. Um, there's, you know, we are, are allies with Israel. There's an Israeli-American alliance, okay? And you have these anti-Israel extremists like Russia and the Stan countries, uh, their nations, um, essentially buttonheads here. And it's... It's starting to heat up. There's a lot of tension. 
Um, so that's basically what's going on. Okay. Um, all right, here we go. So I wrote this post and I'm going to, I'm going to read this, um, so you guys can follow. Um, talks about me being spiritually lost, having a, um, spiritual awakening and been studying the Bible and theology ever since, uh, 2015. Like I said, at the beginning of this podcast, um, I typically don't share my theories or, or, you know, prophecies, um, because <laughs> I don't, I am viewed very much, even with my, um, my pen, my, uh, paradigm shift with spirituality, uh, I've been called names. I've been called Bible beater and, um, you know, all these sorts of things. And, and I've lost some friends with it. I don't give a shit, honestly, because this is the truth. This is my truth. But at any rate, my biggest thing was finding the truth. What is going on? I don't want any bullshit. I want the truth. So there's been a lot of things that have come true. So here's a couple. Okay. Um, and I'm not saying this to scare anybody, um, but it's to prepare. So I very much feel like I was called to ministry and I was asked by God to spread the word. Okay. Now, unless you have gone down the same path I have and had this experience, you can laugh all you want at it. You can roll your eyes. You can pawn it off. Say I'm brainwashed, whatever you, I don't give a shit. Okay. Because unless you have a spiritual awakening like this, you can't even fathom what that's like. I can't explain it. There, it I can't, there's not words to explain it. Having said that, um, basically if you watch the world news, okay, if you not, and I'm not talking Fox news or these politically sided news, I'm talking about like get on Reuters news or anything that is straight up factual news without taking sides. Okay. If you actually look at that, um, I never did. I could give a shit about world news, but when I started watching the world news and reading the Bible, I honestly get super excited because it's, it's mind blowing. Like I just read that this shit's going to happen and look at it's actually happening. I'm watching it happen in the world news. I'm watching rivers for, because of some chemical or whatever it is turning red. And in the Bible it talks about blood red rivers. Like that's just one element of obviously, but there's so many things going on. Earthquakes. I don't know how many times we haven't, there's an earthquake on the news and you know, my friends or family are like, that's really weird. We're having a lot of earthquakes. I wonder what's going on. And me, I'm sitting here going, fuck, I know exactly what's going on. This shit was talked about in the Bible. End of times, you're going to have earthquakes in really random, weird places. Places where earthquakes typically don't happen. They're happening now in places they typically don't happen. This is absolutely exciting for me. Like, I am, I, I get, like, if you could see now, I, my hair is standing on end, I got goosebumps. I'm just excited about this stuff because I've realized, I've come to realize that earth, this is, this is not the end all be all. I'm, I get to go home. I get to go home to heaven. It's where I belong. I don't belong here. And the, the closer we get to the end of times, the more excited I get. Anyway, anyway, here we go. <sighs> All right. So I'm not paranoid. I'm not a schizophrenic. I'm not a lunatic. I, I swear to God, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm about as mentally sound as you could possibly get, okay? So let's talk about this. When is the actual last day? When is our last day on earth? When is the day going to happen when we wake up and it's our last time waking up? That's what... That's what everyone wants. To, that's what I want to know. I want to find that out. I might never find it out, but here's what I can tell you. 
um, reading the Bible, and I'm not going to use biblical terms. I'm going to I'm going to translate. Okay, so you guys, it's much easier to follow. It is prophesized in the Bible that Russia will cause the Third World War, and that Third World War will signal the end of times. That'll be like, all right, these are the end of times. When that Third World War kicks off, you will know that these are the end of times. We talk about Israel, the Holy Land. It has always been the focus of torment by other countries. And I, I didn't dig into that, so I don't know why, but uh, it might have a lot to do with Christianity versus Muslim versus whatever the religious uh, entity. But there will come a day here when Israel will be in battle with the Arabic countries, the Stan nations, as I talked about, okay? Typically, they haven't done it yet, but that is something to watch out for. That's a sign of the times, okay, guys? That is the sign of the times. So pay attention to this kind of stuff because roll your eyes now, laugh about it, skip on through, don't listen to the rest of this. But if you do follow me through this, and if you do pay attention to world news, when this shit does happen, it will give you chills. I promise you. And then you'll, then I want you to, to message, message me and say, holy shit, how did you know? Okay, so Israel will be in battle with Arabic countries, okay? They might even be starting it now because actually, you know, I made that post and then um, there was a headline that read, Gaza militants launch barrage of rockets into Israel just as Passover begins. So... This is already starting, okay? This is already starting, which is exciting. It's sad, but it's exciting. <sighs> okay, back into it. Tensions are going to escalate between the countries, okay? There will be a powerful leader that will publicly announce a peace treaty before the Arab people and the Israeli people, okay? A powerful leader will stand up and say, hey, both, all you guys, basically, dad's going to stand up and say, hey, kids, knock it the fuck off, okay? Layman's terms, that's why I'm here. I'm here to help you, right? There's going to be a leader that's going to stand up and announce a peace treaty. We are implementing a peace treaty. Both parties are in agreement. There's going to be some world news, handshakes, clapping, signing shit. It's going to be a peace treaty. The peace treaty is bullshit. Okay, I'm telling you that right now. The powerful leader that will stand up and initiate the peace treaty will be the biblical Antichrist. What they talk about in the end of times with the Bible. The Antichrist will rise in the end of times. Okay? The Antichrist is here on the world, an actual person. They are here right now. A lot of people are speculating who the Antichrist is. Is it Elon Musk? Is it Joe Biden? Is it so-and-so? Okay. And, and maybe yes. Personally, I don't know. I don't know the answer to this yet because I am waiting to watch the world news and find out who stands up and declares a peace treaty. That's what I'm waiting for. They will be the Antichrist. The peace treaty will create a false sense of peace. Okay, So basically what's going to be happening here, the Arab people that are within this peace treaty, which this peace treaty is only going to last seven years. Okay, this, That's it. Seven years is all it's going to last. But while this peace treaty is going on, two things are going to happen. <sighs> the Arab people are going to begin joining an alliance with Vladimir Putin's Russian military, which has already started, you guys. They're already starting this. So I don't know if I missed the peace treaty announcement or if it's still coming. I'm not sure, but we're right there. We're right at that time. This is all happening right now. Like, 
right now is it's May 1st, 2023. That's what's happening right now. So anytime, give or take, that's what's going on, okay? This is where Russia is going to join forces with Kazakhstan, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan. I can't say half these names, but all these Stan nations, which is essentially all of those, um, if you look at it in biblical times, was all part of Persia, okay? So within this seven years, that army... Okay, will grow 8,000 times larger than Israeli's army. Okay, Russia's alliance army, you guys, think about this. 8,000 times larger than the Israeli army. Okay, the Bible states, quote, it will cover the people like a cloud. They are going to annihilate and obliterate the entire country of Israel in a matter of six days. I know I'm throwing a lot at you here, okay? But a couple of things to remember, right? Fake peace treaty lasts only seven years, okay? Seems like a long time, but we're there, right? Talking about the Israeli matter of six days, the world will call it World War III. There it is. The entire world will talk about the Russian Arab countries, eight times larger army than Israel, that whole alliance, a whole militia that will completely obliterate Israel in six days will be one of the largest and shortest wars in the world's history. They will call it World War III. Okay, so all of that seems plausible, right? I mean, give and take some of the figures. I mean, this is all stuff that I've translated from, from what I understand of the Bible, the language, um, theology, this is all stuff I put together to try to make some sense out of this, okay? And it's taken me a long time to put together what I just read to you in a matter of minutes. But at any rate, there's more to this, okay? And this is where some things might seem a little far-fetched, but unless, like I said before, unless you have read what I've read and studied what I've studied, this isn't far-fetched. This shit will happen, and it, it's already been happening. So once World War Three is declared, essentially, around the world... And Israel is obliterated, okay? After that sixth day, and I don't know when after, it could be right away, it could be in a year after, I, I don't know. After that six-day war, there will be the largest earthquake the world has ever seen. And the epicenter of that earthquake will happen right in Israel. It will be so massive that the Richter scale won't even be able to measure it. It'll be off the charts on the Richter scale. People will wonder what's going on. Um, the entire earth will actually be affected by the mass chaos that will follow worldwide. This is what we're talking about at the beginning of the end of times, okay? This is like the Great Tribulation. You guys have probably heard that. You might have read about it. This is what's talking about, okay? We don't think that Israel is a part of the world. Like, how, how does America, how is America affected by Israel, okay? Take out Israel. Earthquake happens. Largest in the world's history. The epicenter is right in Israel. We will have mass chaos worldwide. And basically this is the sign of the times, okay? And what they're saying, what the Bible has said in, in prophecy, is that while all this is happening, I mean, if you look at the timeline, okay, I, I've listed a lot of things here. We're talking about alliances. We're talking about wars. We're talking about six-day World War Three. All of this, this timeline is roughly total, you know, just seven years-ish, 
You know, seven years and six days, theoretically. Okay. During that time, it's written in the Bible that Jesus, his army of angels, all of his archangels, principalities, and the virtues, which is the high-level angels, are all getting ready for his second coming where he will come back down to earth himself in physical form for the last time. Okay? And if anyone's ever read about Jesus' second coming, it's not as peaceful as the first, okay? I mean, the way I look at it is Jesus came the first time because you had a lot of a lot of sin, okay? You had during even to go a little bit before Jesus, right? You have the Noah's the Noah's Ark and the Great Flood. The Great Flood happened because of all the evil on earth. God was disappointed in the people he created. And he wanted to just wipe I'm done. There's there's no reason for this. I made a mistake. I should have never had people with free will come on earth. You know, you have people raping, men raping women and children, men having sex with men, women having sex with women. That's not what it's intended. Sodom and Gomorrah, the whole town of orgy and, and drugs and all that happened right before the flood. Okay. Literally, it all happened right before the flood. God used the flood to wipe out the earth. The only reason Noah was told to build the ark is because he saw something in Noah. He saw that small spark of, you're different. You're not like the rest of the population here. You know, you're true. You hold true. I don't see killing you as a, as a, as a point. Like, so God said, okay, basically listen to this. I'm going to save you and your family. And here's what I want you to do. You know, talking about the two of every animal, build the ark, blah, blah, blah. The flood came, killed ev- absolutely everything except for Noah and his family. They repopulated the earth and God put a rainbow out there saying, that's my promise that I will never flood the earth and never kill the earth, you know, the people again. Well, now you have history repeats itself, right? Now we're sitting with the same shit that happened in those times. People talk about today's modern times as uh, times of Noah. They refer to it as times of Noah all the time because you have adults raping kids. You have men having sex with men, women having sex with women. You have all this same shit, different day type scenarios. And it's all been prophesied that when this happens again, it'll be like the times of Noah. God will wipe out the earth. But this time, he promised that he would never wipe out the earth again. That's the sign of the rainbow. So instead of him wiping out the earth, basically Jesus is coming back and he's going to knock some heads. Okay, So that's my term. That's not the biblical term. Jesus doesn't knock heads, but long and short of it is, think of Jesus as the gardener, okay? He's going to come and harvest his, you know, the fruit, the the positive fruit, and he's going to leave the weeds. So those are the believers, those are true Christians that, you know, that do well, that want to get to heaven, that believe in Jesus Christ, believe in everything he did, and don't partake in this stuff. He's coming to get them. He's coming to bring his kids home, Okay? So in these times of chaos and war and uh, sodomizing and all this just just cloud of funk, Jesus is coming down to get his kids and he's bringing them home. And if you're not one of Jesus' kids, guess what? You get to stay back on earth for seven years of tribulation, which is hell on earth. You think it's bad now. Hell on earth. And it breaks it all down in the Bible. You know, what happens each year, what happens, you know, all these kinds of things. And after the tribulation, if you survive it, if you survive it, and if you change your ways and be a believer in Jesus Christ, 
you will have a second chance to go to heaven. That will be your last chance. If not, if you don't change your ways, and if you're left behind and you don't fix what's broken, you will spend eternity boiling in sulfur in hell. I mean, and I know if you're not where I'm at, this all seems um, juvenile. It all seems cartoon and, you know, this is not real. It never happened. And this shit is very real. It is very real. Um, I've seen hell on earth. I've, I've been to a place that's like hell on earth. I don't want to go back. When I talk about it, I almost get to the point where I get choked up. I get emotional because it is, it's, it's scary as shit. I don't want anything to do with it. I want to stay the fuck away from it. I don't want, I mean, that's why I have had, I, I've asked for a spiritual awakening. I've asked for God to guide me and show me what do I have to do? I can't, I can't do this. And it's just, it's, I mean, obviously metaphorically, but it's like he reached out his hand and his whole thing was, all you have to do is take my hand. You don't have to do anything. I will do it. Just take my hand. And I finally was able to take his hand and that changed my entire life. Getting back to this. Okay. Um, one thing I will say on a personal note is I don't know when Israel will be destroyed. Okay. I, I've, it's been a, a long dream of mine to visit Israel, to visit the tomb of Jesus, to walk there and, you know, just to, to be there. I just hope I'm able to do that before it's destroyed. Um, so the other thing that comes with that is, you know, I'm, I, I haven't said this much to anybody really, but I don't, I know, let me rephrase this. I know I'm not going to die of old age. I know that. Um, I'm a hundred percent confident in that. And I don't mean that in a suicidal type ideation. I mean that, um, time wise timeline. Um, I feel there's a reason I was born when I was born as much as I grew up being like I was born in the wrong era. You know, I don't like any of the music I listened to when I grew up. I'd rather listen to music in a different era. Um, I have different values and morals than most people my age. Um, I'm an old soul kind of thing. I believe, um, now that I was put here to become a minister, to pursue this and to work, uh, for Jesus and to expose the truth. Because right now, man, even if you know a little bit about Jesus and God and the Bible, and you've heard these terms before, and there's a lot of shit going on. That's not right. Catholicism for one is scary as shit. Because unfortunately, most people who are Catholics, um, majority of them are Catholics because their parents were Catholics and because their parents were Catholic and no one along the line questioned anything. There are so many, so many things that I think I'm going to have to do a different podcast on just Catholicism to really expose that because, um, it's, I don't want to say it's evil but there's a lot of evil entities within Catholicism dating back to the early times um, of Jesus. Um, So there's some things I want to expose with that because I just, I don't feel right having loved ones um, following and praying Catholicism and, and the certain things they do uh, because it's, it's not, it's not a, it's not a healthy Christian thing to do. 
Okay. But at any rate, um, getting back to what I was saying, I know I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to die of old age. Um, I made the very, very brief comment of that to my wife at one point in time. And she looked at me with fear and, um, trying to understand, what do you mean you weren't, you're not going to die of old age? I thought we were going to grow old together. And I, what do you mean we're not going to see our grandkids? And kind of the panic set in. And and I, I feel bad because I, I know that I have a much deeper understanding than a lot of this stuff than most people do. Uh, I'm not afraid. I don't panic. I don't, um, the thought of me, I do feel like I'll see my grandkids, uh, but I won't get to see them grow up. Um, I'll see them as kids before um, the end comes. Um, but no, I won't die of old age. I don't know how old I'll be. It won't be natural causes. Um, so, and I do strongly feel that before I do die, I won't be living in society. I will be living off the land somewhere and hiding out or, you know, they talk about preppers and, you know, are you prepping for the collapse of the economy and all this kind of stuff. And without getting into the jokes of that, you know, cause I know there's a lot of them. Um, that is the truth though. I have been learning foraging. I have been learning um, how to harvest various animals all the way down from, you know, from bear to buffalo to rats and mice and just anything to, you know, fishing technique, anything to survive. Because I feel that's going to come very quickly and I need and want to be ready for it. I want to be ready so when it does happen, I'm level-headed, I am prepared, I'm ready to go, even if my family is not. But, um... I don't know when that day is going to come, but I do know that it will come and it'll come during my lifetime and I'm ready for it. So, um, I hope this didn't put you all off. And if it did, then, you know, whatever, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Uh, th- th- I speak my truth. I've sp- spoken my truth ever since I started this podcast. That's the point of it. So, um, enjoy. If you have any questions, go ahead and uh, message. Otherwise, uh, God bless and take care of y'all.